0: Hello and welcome to this podcast: Comments and Commentaries. My name is Rabbi Azriel Fellner. Each of these podcasts will examine a selection from the Bible, the scriptural portion to be read on the Shabbat to come in most synagogues everywhere. I invite you to join with me weekly to share thoughts and perhaps start a conversation about contemporary issues which have serious consequences and which require our consideration. This week's reading is called Bo, a command by God for Moses to once again confront a recalcitrant pharaoh promising yet another plague, this one eerie and mysterious. A Plague of Darkness The Torah says, No one saw his fellow, and no one rose from where he was for three days. But all the Israelites had light in their dwelling places. Other than the plague of death of the firstborn Egyptians, the ninth plague, the plague of darkness, as described in this week's Torah portion, is the most terrifying. Imagine being plunged into a nighttime of absolute darkness, A darkness so pervasive that it is tangible, so all-encompassing, that no one so afflicted could even move. Those who were sitting could not stand, and those who were standing could not sit. In addition, each Egyptian was confined to his own prison. He could not communicate with anyone, relate to anyone, be with anyone. Totally alone, each Egyptian was enshrouded in his own living death, a solitary being incapable of any human interaction. Despite the fact that all the plagues are anchored in some naturalistic environmental context, we can infer from the Torah, from Scripture, that these afflictions were not to be rationalized away by gathering scientific proofs which explain these phenomena as abnormal outbursts of nature which occur from time to time. These plagues are not just lists of ever-increasing levels of punishment to force Pharaoh to free the Israelites, but a way of using metaphors to teach lessons that go far beyond the story of the Exodus. The description of the plagues and their purpose are brought about by Moses through God as a means to another end. The story of these plagues goes well beyond the Exodus story and resonates to our own day. This resonance is especially true when we study the ninth plague. The rabbis in a midrash called shmot Rabbah, for example, Notice a linguistic variation in the description of the ninth plague. Whereas in all the other plagues, the Israelites who live in the land of Goshen are protected from the consequences of the plagues, in the case of the plague of darkness, the Torah tells us that the Israelites had light, quote, in their dwelling places, not just in the land of Goshen where they lived. Focusing on the phrase, the Israelites had light in their dwelling places, the rabbis implied that when an Israelite entered an Egyptian home, that is, in their dwelling place, light accompanied the Israelite, while the Egyptians remained in darkness. In the interest of full disclosure, I'm not happy with how the Midrash develops this idea. But the core idea, that the Israelites, wherever they went, were accompanied by illumination, is worth consideration. There is an intriguing truth embedded in this Midrash, in this legend. When does a culture, a religion, a political system, an educational system, become so closed that it lives, as it were, in darkness? Extreme forms of ideologies do not allow the fresh light or air of other belief systems to question or challenge basic assumptions. So fearful are the adherents of a divergent point of view that there is no possibility of movement in any direction, in any compromise, in any negotiation. Furthermore, to speak openly, to speak one's conscience is to be fearful of retaliation from the police, the government, one's fellow neighbors. So all speech is forbidden. We see this in totalitarian countries throughout the world. We also see this phenomena currently on the college campuses, where certain ideas cannot be discussed, where books are sometimes banned, and professors are afraid to bring up subjects that might offend a student. But the most heinous examples of a plague of darkness are the images of little children dressed in symbolic suicide vests and taught to decapitate little dolls in preparation for martyrdom. This kind of darkness has descended over some parts of the world, and the power structure can neither stand or sit, move about, or even interact with one another, as described in the ninth plague of darkness. In certain parts of the world, however, Israel is a beacon of light. By any standards, its innovations, creativity, willingness to go anywhere to help during natural catastrophes, together with its open society, its support for human rights, and its educational institutions, illuminate the darkness wherever and in whatever venue. Israelis go to many parts of the world to bring their expertise to those in need and shed light where there is darkness. And unlike the ancient Israelites who, according to the Midrash, only illuminated their own individual settings, the Egyptians remaining in darkness. Modern Israel casts light into the darkness in whatever part of the world needs help, and she is much more often than not a luminous promise of support and hope.